the single most thing that I I think you'll be proud of is when you've actually stood up and realized that actually it didn't really matter that much in the end. Welcome to the Rethink They See Reframe Series podcast, where we highlight the voices and experiences of change makers working towards social equity within the South Asian community. In each episode, we interview people who are leading the way in areas such as education, healthcare, social justice, art, and entrepreneurship. I'm Arpita Sharma, your host and co-founder of Rethink Desi, a project to unpack what it means to be South Asian locally and globally. Welcome to the third season of the Reframe Series podcast with our first guest, Deepa Lee, a Bangladeshi-born British author of the novel Written. One in, one in every, every four women have had some level of domestic violence. Even just after writing the book, you know, I, I was literally outcasted from my entire family. They, they were absolutely not happy about me writing um, about this. This will be a two-part conversation where we focus on reframing our perception of destiny and growing up in a South Asian household. Join us as we uncover the power of bravery, self-discovery, and making authentic choices that align with our true selves. It's so often the case that it can be very easy to fall into into kind of our own story of like how a situation will play out and um, and ignore that voice and how challenging it can be even just because it comes at such a cost sometimes. Yeah, definitely. We're, we're so tied to promising people, you know, living up to expectations, living up to this. And we just feel it's so difficult to say no uh, all of the time because we're you know, we want to please, we want to do the best for people. We want to show that we care. We want to show that we love. Um, but with all, all, all the, the the single most thing that I I think you'll be proud of is when you've actually stood up and realized that actually it didn't really matter that much in the end. You know, I think what would have mattered the most is that I was happy myself. And, um, you know, I, I've had my fair share in my own personal life where, you know, um, even just after writing the book, you know, I, I was literally outcasted from my entire family. They they were absolutely not happy about me writing um, about this. But, you know, the, one of the reasons I, I wrote it fictionally was because I wanted to draw from my experiences, but also be able to portray it in a way that allows them some distance between my family and and. Um, my own experiences, but also put it in a in a in a way that would give people um, this ability to resonate with a character and a story, which would um, show them that look, you know, this is possible, and and there is inspiration in every little journey that the characters take. Um, but there is there was a lot of fear, you know, when it came to that, you know, you know, just writing the book and actually just publishing it. You know, there was that abandonment. But in the end, the, the real truth does come out that, look, if I didn't do this, would I really regret it? If I didn't write this, would I regret it? You know, uh, even with all the stakes being very high, it was still important to me to to do this, to write it. And, you know, if sometimes people will won't be able to be there with you, or some of these journeys that you will take and these decisions that you will make, 
not everybody's going to see your journey. No, not everybody's going to even believe in your in your journey. They will probably try lots of different things to stop you or dissuade you from from taking that path. Um, but in the end, you've got to look up what is going to be right for you um, and single soul, solo kind of what is right for you. And it, the consequences may be high, but in the end, the bravery that you're going to show is going to bring so many opportunities for you once you've taken that step. And that is something that came true for me. You know, um, I, you know, after I divorced my um my husband um at the time you know you know i left with nothing but the clothes on my back um i had no one no support no no financial i was broken mentally physically financially in every single way i was a complete wreck but um i knew that was going to be the most the most bravest step but also the one that's going to get me nearer to what I really want to do with my life with the next 40 years of my life uh, and I'm 20 years in now from from that from that day from when I left and I know that um everything I did was the right thing because I'm living the most happiest life I've ever led you know and the the best part of my reality is right now I, I feel like I'm living the dream and I, and I want that for more women. I want that for every woman, you know, to to not fear those those situations and 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 take that risk and actually go. You know what? This is going to work out because I'm being true to myself. I'm being real about how I feel, and taking the stride to make my life fulfilling for myself and fulfilling for others. You know, Eleanor is in the situation where it's just so difficult to to not take on this mentality of of this is going to be my life and this is just how things were meant to be and this is the story that's always been for all of these women around me um it's such a difficult step to take in that in that moment to choose something else and recognize that it will cause tensions it will cause problems but to have enough value in yourself that you are willing to choose that pathway because you value your own life, you value your own future, your own values, the way that you want to live. And a lot of those moments, they, they're so intimidating when, when you feel like you're under the control of this man or this family and like not really having the tools or knowledge of of how to get out and, but being brave enough to take the steps and figure it out. Yeah. Uh, and, and I know that back then there was less support than there is now, you know, so 20 years ago, um, domestic violence support, um, you know, just even getting, even calling the, the police or, or getting some kind of help was quite difficult. It, it wasn't as available as it is now. I think you know if if, if you're in a, if you're in the situation um, it, with the resources and tools that we have now online and through social media and um, you know um, through all of the other platforms, there is a wealth and abundance of people out there who are serving this cause want to serve this cause just like me 
and give you the guidance that you need, you know, to take the steps to to look at how you can um, bring this real, the reality that you want, you know, the life that you want, how how can they bring that to to you? Um, I, I really I really think um, it's about taking that first step and actually really, you know, just in your own room, you know, in your own quiet space, getting really quiet, getting, you know, calming yourself down, relaxing and just really asking yourself, look, is this situation that I'm in right now, is this right for me? Is this really who I want to be for the rest of my life? And is this really what I want for me, for me and my future? And then if the answers come to you, the clarity will come, which will allow you to navigate the next step and the next step after that and just take those really small baby steps to towards that goal that you have. And I promise you, you'll be so proud of yourself when you do. You'll, you'll be just amazed at how much when you look back one day, you'll go, wow, I really did this. I really did it. And I'm, I'm so proud of myself because look where I am now. Look what I'm doing now. I'm talking to you. I mean, I, I mean, 20 years ago, um, I never, you know, this time 20 years ago, if I look back, I kind of think, wow, I was in a real mess. I was in a real mess. And I never thought there'll be a day when I would come back here and actually be able to speak openly about this topic. So, um, yeah, I hope it does. I hope it does inspire more women to to really think about nurturing that first step. I um, I hope so, too. Sometimes it can be really intimidating to see someone on the other side of where you are. And while like it's it's beautiful, it's powerful, and you see an inspiration, um, it can also be hard to see yourself present in that situation because it just seems so far away as you were sharing. You know, you could have never imagined kind of being outside when you were in the situation. Um, and so I would love to ask, are there any approaches that you use to help you and guide you um, towards becoming kind of this version of yourself. The small things that any anyone can maybe do in their home um, that might help to, to build up that resilience or to build up that, that sense of, of value um, and worth with, in their current circumstances. Yeah. Goodness me, this there is so much out there that I did uh, as part of my exploration. Uh, I mean, I, I I spent a lot of time reading, reading, scouring the earth, listening, hearing, looking at role models, looking at people, watching YouTube videos. You know, there was a lot involved, and that was, that was just my own personal journey in terms of I want to grow, I want to develop, I want to become more stronger. I, I want to have better self-esteem. I want to be able to talk to people. I want to be able to, and it starts with that, that saying, I want. So start with, I want, and then fill in the gap and take that list of I wants, and then you're going to break it down. You're going to break it down into really, really small increments. So, you know, it could be, uh, I want to be financially successful. Well, Okay, the next question will be how? How can I be financially successful? Right, okay, I'm going to read about it. I'm going to I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And then, you know, start that list and and start working really, really timely on that list. So you could start with, okay, I'm just going to download a free book 
online um, about financial success and and that's going to get your your curiosity going um one thing i really say about manifesting a lot of this is sometimes you get really bogged down and overwhelmed when you start a new idea or you have a new idea in your head and just be kind to yourself and start with just five minutes because um five minutes is not a long time and it's a real kind of you're, you're mastering your brain's trickery which is oh you know um you, you may kind of go oh well you know five minutes isn't that long i can spend five minutes doing something um and then as you you know the first week just do five minutes i want to learn piano for example i'm going to just do five minutes every day and then i'm going to build up my resilience to stop over you know negating it or finding um a procrastination or something to stop me from doing it and that's when you will start to see momentum it's kind of building the habit first and then once you build the habit you can start to really see these small increments becoming bigger things and bigger things and before you know it you've accomplished what you wanted to accomplish and you know i think a lot of us you know we have really busy lives i mean we we, we can't do everything in a, in a day but it's a bit like invest investing in a in in the stock. You know, you, you only start with a small, but it compounds over time. And the same thing with um, whatever you do. I mean, you can have a whole list of things that you want. For example, you may want to play the piano. You want to, you know, um, work towards a, a retirement goal. You may want to do, and you can start making a list of all these things and just do five minutes, five or ten minutes of each. You know. I learned to play the guitar um, just while I was bathing my son. You know, <laughs> he hated my music at the start, but I think, um, you know, just that ten minutes allowed me to get a little bit of uh, resilience and and be able to move myself to learn it. And you may not learn it, master it, and become a grand concert piano um, uh, performer or anything, but you're doing little small steps which will make you feel good in the end and you know, you'll be happier for it. And at the same time, some, some people may be happy to hear you play or, uh, or do something. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and you can even see pieces of that when um, Eleanor herself is growing up and the way that she comes up with strategies for like waking up really early so she can finish her homework assignments um, because she isn't able to do them in the evening when she comes home. Um, and really thinking about um, creating those spaces to be able to to do the things that you actually want to do. Absolutely, I totally think that you. There's a lot you can fit in a day. I think a lot of people take it. Oh, I need to block out a whole day to do something like this. Um, but even if you do a tiny amount every day of something that you love, you, you're going to feel fulfilled and you know, you'll be just sending out positive energy to the world just by doing it. Yeah, definitely. So you have graciously shared a resource uh, for folks to be able to look at to help kind of guide them through this process. Would you um, would you like to share a little bit about it? And we'll have it linked in the description below so folks can, can check it out um, and try out some of these exercises for yourself. Yeah, sure. Um, so um you can also download this. I know it might be difficult sometimes to work through it um, without seeing it, but there will there will be 
um, if, if you go to my Instagram page, um, to my link in bio, I will have it made available so you can download a copy um, for of these notes. Um, and what I really wanted to share about this was that one of the things that I always say, and, and I'm going to read a little bit out to you to start with, um, and this is what I really believe, that every woman should know they have a choice. They can choose not to be silent. They can choose not to give in. And by starting with just that, they have made the choice to lead an extraordinary life. And I really believe that it's just as simple as that. Start with a really simple thing that I choose not to be abused. I choose not to have these mean things be said to me. I choose not to give in to these ideas. I choose not to, um, you know, to just let go of my wants and my desires. And when you start down that path of saying, I choose not to, I choose not to, you realize that you have a choice. You have a choice to lead the life, the extraordinary life. I mean, when I say extraordinary, I say it because it is. Everybody, each one of us has an extraordinary life. You know, we can lead, you know, we can do so many things in our life and, you know, we can fulfill it, you know, with just these words to say, I choose, I choose an extraordinary, I choose to value my, myself so that I can value others. So um, one of the things that I always start off with and I, and I say to a lot of women in my workshops is to find your golden truth. Um, and one of the things um, in this um, little um, download that you can get um, will take you through the questions that you can ask yourself in order to find your golden truth. So the golden truth is that little idea you had that makes you tingle and sparkle all over when you think about it. So, for example, it's a thought, you know, that you suppress that keeps coming back time after time that says, I should really do this. It's, it's that challenge you have that you don't have time to focus on, but you know deep inside it will give you, get you nearer to your objective. And it's that little ball of energy that has you glowing when you think about it. So um, when you when you think about these things, you know, you could be thinking, I really want to draw something. I really want to write this piece of poem. I really want to cook this beautiful dish I've been thinking about. Whatever it is that gives you that energy that says, I really want to do this. I have an urge to do something. But you're suppressing that urge. So we want to try and get you to a point where you can actually have the courage to go and do these little tiny things that give you this joy, that give you this energy. So first of all, ask yourself, what delights you and what energizes you? So it could be you reading a book. It could be that you enjoy um, having a tea in the morning or you enjoy having a, a quick five minutes to yourself or you can look out the window, something that energizes you and start with that. And then I want you to ask yourself, are any of these things on your mind that deserve your attention? So you've got to really reward yourself at times, you know, with these things, with these energizing things and ask yourself, does it really, is it really meaningful? Is it really important to me? Can I really you know, find this wonderful feeling when I do this? 
you know, really ask yourself, and you'll, you'll see there's a big difference when you do, when you ask yourself that question. Are any of these things on your mind that deserve your attention? So if you start to hear these little nudges, your answer will be yes, I want to do this. Then I want you to ask yourself, what is holding you back? So the minute you get these little nudges, you'll start to hear another little kind of thing nagging in your ear saying, oh, no, you can't do this. Oh, don't be silly. Oh, don't do this. You know, this kind of inner critique will start to come in, chanting at you to say not not to do it. I want you to really listen to that voice and actually, real, you know, challenge it. Tell it that it's not real that you don't have to fear it you don't have to worry about this this is not actually um deserving or warranted um in terms of um what it's actually presenting you and then i want you to finally ask yourself would you regret it if you didn't take action on this idea on this goal on this little nudge that you received this little golden truth and why you know why would you regret it And when you start delving into these things, you'll start to realize that you can get very clear quite quickly about what it is that you really want. What is is it that you really want to do? Which then brings me on to focusing on what you want. So now that you've gained clarity on your golden truth, it's time to start focusing on what you want and putting your energy into what it will bring to you and others. And I say others because everything you do, even if it's just feeling good about yourself, is going to radiate positivity for somebody else. The next person that sees you is going to feel that energy from you. Now, often our brain tells us to focus on what we don't want. So for example, I don't want to do this because it's scary, or I can't do this because I don't have time. So what we want to do is put our energy, when we put our energy into these negative thoughts, we put ourselves in a place of fear and soon enough we will dissuade ourselves from taking action. So here are some tips to help you focus on what you want. So first of all, you need to create a space to visualize your idea. So spend time imagining the outcome and the possibilities. What would it look like if you were doing this? How does it make you feel just even imagining this idea coming to life? So some of the ways that you can do this is, you know, have a vision board, uh, you know, pencil out or sketch out your idea, um, write a, a journal, you know, with just some ideas about what this could be, you know, brainstorm it, you know, put a mind map and brainstorm it and put your thoughts out there on a piece of paper. Even by just doing that, you're going to start to see a change in your mind and your and your needs and your wants coming to life. So then once you've got this idea, start to brainstorm how you can give, how can how, how you can make this come to life. So for example, if you're writing a book, you know, you may say, right, okay, I want to list out the topics of it that I want to put in a book um, just to start with. Um, what else do I need to do? Can Do I need to speak to anybody else? Do I need to um, do a bit of research on this? You know, and just flesh out all of the things. I mean, it doesn't have to be completely succinct, but it's going to get you started. So it doesn't have to be a complete list, but enough to seek clarity on what you envision needs to happen in order to start with that to start with that idea. 
So for example, um, you may want to pull on your ideas from Google, on YouTube, you know, look at books, look at training, um, speak to subject matter experts, look at images that help you, inspire you. Uh, and then going into this a little bit more, um, start taking baby steps to this. So um, now that you've got your ideas listed out, let's start working on those for a few minutes a day. You know, start researching it a few minutes a day. Spend at least five minutes on 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 a task to actually get your momentum going and really get the ball rolling. Um, and then once you do that, you start to form this this idea starts to set in and it gets stronger and stronger and more vivid and more real. Um, you'll start to see that you've built yourself um the life that you that you wanted it will start to come that all the things that you you want in your life was you you'll suddenly be surrounded by people that um also have the same ideas as you or you know you can start to build communities of people that enjoy the things that you you enjoy and you'll start to see that you are um connected to all the things that you want um it's just your mind is being limited, you know, previously to to exploring it because you just won't it won't open up to the idea. And you know, I, I, that, that's really what it comes down to. And you know, you know, I always say, you know, energy flows where your attention goes. I'm sure some of you may have already heard this um, quote, but I, I, I stick by this. It's my little mantra. Um, if you start hearing these negative thoughts and distractions, you'll start to focus on those negative thoughts and distractions. So go back to your vision often and really crave that faster life that you're going to have because eventually you will succeed and you will achieve achieve that. Um, one of the last things that I tend to draw on from time to time for myself and I really believe this is one of the things that I would want to share with all the women I know um, is a special quote that's also in the book which I say um, is from Rabindranath Tagore. I don't know if you know. He's a very, um, very famous um, Bengali author, and it says, "Everything comes to us that belongs to us if we create the capacity to receive it." And it took me a long time to figure out what this meant, but actually, everything that we do it requires space. You know, you need to create and cultivate that space for it to be the reality that you choose. So um, you have to build capacity to love. You have to build um, that space and the environment and the resources and, and your network in order to really feel that come to life. And, and often we don't have that capacity because we lack the courage, but you have to nurture that like a little baby. You have to nurture it. You have to give it space. You have to give it an environment where it can succeed. And by harnessing that truth, I, I found that I could really take anything I wanted to do and actually really create that space and cultivate it. So try and look at that in that way that you know you do have that capacity and you can find ways to nurture it you will succeed you will get that and uh, yeah i'm hoping that um will help um the community that's listening today and if you do um want to reference it um i will make it available and um, it's on instagram on my profile link, link in bio and um 
and you should be able to download that and uh, and hopefully use it as part of your journey to your success as well. Yeah, I, I definitely feel, um, even in listening to you, there are so many pieces that I could connect with. And I'm like, I definitely think that our audience will take away something from um, from this share that you've um, you've made today. Um, and if um, if they would love to connect with you, um, how can they? What are ways that um, they might be able to connect with you? And of course, folks, buy the book, support her. <laughs> She's amazing. Um, but if they want to get in touch with you personally, um, is there a pathway to do that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I am on Instagram. I, I'm very active on Instagram as well. Um, so you can search for D A Lee author. Um, I will um, ping in the chat, I guess, if uh, if this uh, helps with trying to find the handle. But uh, if you search Deeper Lee um, with with the spelling of my name, um, you should be able to get hold of my Instagram handle and and um, Twitter. I'm also on TikTok a little bit as well. Um, I do have a website, deeperly.com, which you can peruse and also find um, ways to contact me through there as well. Thank you for joining me today for this conversation with Deepa Lee, the author of Written. If you would like to check out the resources that Deepa shared during our conversation, please go to the link provided in the show notes in the caption. If you learn anything from this conversation or are enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. That is a wonderful zero-cost way to support us. Also, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple. And on both of them, you can leave us up to a five-star review. If you have questions that you would like to ask me about the podcast or recommendations for guests to bring on in future episodes, please share them in the comments below or feel free to DM me on Instagram at our account RethinkThisy. I do read all of the comments and I would be happy to listen to any feedback that you all have for this podcast. And with that, I hope that you have a wonderful day, folks, and thank you for joining us.